Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's episode is called Kiddo and the Fox, an adaptation of a traditional fable written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Aria and her family, Addie and Quincy and their family from Bellingham, Washington, Willie, Emmy Lou, Josie May, and their family in Parma, Michigan, Searsha and Aoife and their family from Boston, Briggs and their family in Salt Lake City, London and Case and their family, Kaylin and Emma Jean and their family, Elliot and Alden and their family, and Violet, Nicholas, and Oliver and their family from Potomac, Maryland. Thank you so much, Oliver, Nicholas, Violet, Alden, Elliot, Emma Jean, Kaylin, Case, London, Briggs, Aoife, Searsha, Josie May, Emmy Lou, Willie, Quincy, Addie, and Aria. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. Usually, this is where I would tell you that you can be thanked in a future episode, but here's the thing. We've had so many pledges at the $5 level that our waitlist is currently eight months long. Admittedly, this is a good problem to have, but we feel so bad that you have to wait so long to hear your names in an intro. Right now, we're taking a break on accepting new names for our list so we can get caught up on everyone who's already pledged. We've created a poll about how to improve our pledge rewards on patreon.com stories, and we want your input. If you've already pledged or were planning to, or even if you just might someday, let us know what you think so we can give you the rewards you want. That's patreon.com stories. Stories podcast is brought to you by Chase. Millennials are skipping the starter home and buying more three to four bedroom houses than prior generations. This means a larger down payment. Until you save money back up again, you're temporarily house rich. Chase can help you build up your funds again by saving you money over time. While other lenders incentivize the upfront transaction, Chase is there for you in the long run. They actively manage your mortgage over time and help you lower your payments or pay it all off faster. As a Chase customer, they'll save you money over time by showing you how you can lower your monthly payment. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com stories. All home lending products are subject to credit and property approval. Rates, program terms, and conditions are subject to change without notice. Not all products are available in all states or for all amounts. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Home lending products offered by JPMorgan Chase Bank N.A. and Equal Housing Lender. Summer is finally here. It's time for beach days and barbecues, family vacations, and quality time with the ones you love. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend a whole day getting my hair colored at the salon when I could be outside playing frisbee with my dog, but I also don't want to take a chance on a box kit from the drugstore. Now there's another option, Madison Reed. It took a strong woman to shake up the hair coloring world, and Amy Errett did just that with Madison Reed, the company she named after her daughter. Madison Reed offers gorgeous, professional hair color delivered to your door for less than $25. What makes their color unique is that it's crafted by master colorists who blend nuances of light, dark, cool, and warm to create over 45 gorgeous, multi-tonal shades. Clients agree. With Madison Reed, you get gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking, fresh-from-the-salon hair. But you can do it yourself at home. Get an expert color consultation or take the color quiz at madison-reed.com. 
And right now, Stories Podcast listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit with code STORIES. That's code STORIES for 10% off your first color kit plus free shipping. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Kiddo and the Fox Once upon a time, in a land of rolling green pastures and sprawling flower fields, there lived a great herd of sheep. There were hundreds of them, each as happy and puffy as a cloud. They spent their days wandering across the land, chomping down the thick green grass and playing in the flowers. The shepherd was often away, but it didn't matter. The sheep were protected by two giant sheepdogs. The dogs took their jobs very seriously, and they spent their days circling the sheep, keeping them close and watching for threats in the distance. It was a peaceful place, but occasionally a wolf or fox or wild hound would slink close, smelling a hundred dinners. Of course, the great sheepdogs were bigger even than the wolves, so they had no trouble driving them away from their fluffy friends. The dogs did a good job, but they weren't perfect. After all, there were only a few of them, and there were so many sheep. One little lamb was especially troubling for them. Her name was Kiddo, and she was forever wandering away after flowers or sweet smells on the wind, no matter how many times the dogs warned her not to. Now listen, Kiddo, Old Cap would growl. He was the oldest and sternest of the sheepdogs. There's things in these fields, things in these woods nearby that would just love to have you for dinner. Do you want to end up a meal for some wild mutt? Eat me, Kiddo exclaimed, her big dewy eyes going wide. Geez, Cap, lay off, said Tatters. You'll scare the life out of the poor thing. Yeah, chimed in Kiddo, glad for the interruption. You'll scare the life out of my poor thing. Old Cap grumbled and started to pad away. Just stay closer and pay better attention, he called over his shoulder. We've got too many of you cotton balls for me to always have one eye on you. Kiddo looked up guiltily at Tatters. Don't give the old man too hard a time, Tatters said, tail wagging. He just wants to keep you safe. I won't, Tatters, she said, smiling in the wide way that always seemed to put the grown-ups at ease. You're all right, kiddo, he said, turning to look out over the flock. We have good ears anyway. You ever get lost, you just keep hollering, all right? All right, Tatters, she said, but she was already looking off into the distance at a particularly dark green patch of grass. She trotted over and ate for a while, taking her time as the rest of the herd flowed around her. Not two days later, the herd swung closer to the forest to find fresh grass. Being so near the woods made the sheepdogs nervous. The sheep needed to eat, though, and because there were so many, they always had to keep moving. Most knew to keep well away from the darkness of the forest, but Kiddo... She was prancing along at the edge of the herd happy and carefree as always. She probably would have been fine, if not for a passing butterfly. Oh, wow, Kiddo said. The butterfly was violet, dappled with blue and gold. It fluttered by her, 
just out of reach. Hey, come back! She scampered after the butterfly. It bobbed high and she tried to jump after it. It dipped low and she crawled along on her belly, giggling. It danced past one tree and another and Kiddo wound on after it. Finally, it disappeared over a thorny thicket and Kiddo had to pull up short. No fair, she said, still giggling. She tried to look around the thicket, but the butterfly was gone. Oh, well, she said. But when she turned to rejoin the flock, she realized a terrible truth. She had chased the butterfly deep into the woods. How had she not noticed? Fear nestled in her little heart, and suddenly the friendly trees felt dark and looming. What do I do? she said, and then remembered the advice she had gotten from Tatters to holler out if she ever got into trouble. Tatters! Old Cap! I'm lost! She called and heard her own words echo among the trees. She listened hard for a moment, and was that? Yes, it was another voice calling back to her. It was hard to pinpoint sound in the woods, but she made her best guess and started off towards the noise. She kept her ears open as she walked, following the voice. She soon realized it wasn't someone yelling back to her. It was someone singing. Tatters? Old Cap? Is that you? She asked, but it wasn't the dogs who answered. Oh, are you lost, you poor little lamb? Kiddo turned and felt a squeak escape her lammy lips. There, perched on an old oak stump, was a giant red fox. She had white around her mouth and at the tip of her tail, but whitest of all were her needle teeth, shining out from her wide, unsettling smile. Oh, hello, said Kiddo. Were you singing? But of course, said the fox. I have the finest voice in the forest. Everyone knows it's true. Well, I was just heading back to the pastures. Maybe you could tell me which way is out of here. The fox jumped nimbly from the stump. She was bigger than the young lamb, and her tongue lolled from her mouth. Leave so soon? But you're just in time for dinner. Oh, dinner? What, uh, what's for dinner? The fox circled behind, and Kiddo turned to keep her in her sight. Well... It was going to be a rabbit, but now I'm thinking I'll have a little lamb. Kiddo started to shake. She couldn't outrun or outfight a fox. What could she do? Help! Help! She started to call, but the fox put a clawed paw on her mouth and shut it. Enough of that! Kiddo squeaked. What could she do? She had to make noise so the dogs would hear and come save her. Now, any last requests? The fox purred. Before you have the honor of being eaten by the best singer in the forest. The best singer, Kiddo thought. Maybe she could use that. Are she swallowed, fighting to keep the tremble from her voice. Are you truly the best singer in the forest? No one has a finer voice than I. No one. That gave Kiddo an idea. I don't know, 
Oh, I've always been told I'm the best singer in the flock, she said. Of course, no one had ever told her any such thing, but the fox didn't know that. You? <laughs> oh, there's no way a little lamb like you can match the voice of a fine fox like me. Well, maybe not, but I haven't really heard you sing. Little lamb, I was singing when you found me. Were you? I'm sorry. With these woolly ears, I don't hear so well. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm definitely better. You can just have me for dinner. Get rid of the competition. I get it. The fox snarled and sat back, her bottle brush tail swaying dangerously. No, you pull the wool out of those ears and listen before I eat you. Understand? Kiddo cowered back, hiding her sudden smile. Okay, if you insist. The fox cleared her throat and jumped back on her stump as though it were a stage. Listen well now, supper, and learn who is the best. I'm the finest in the forest, the queen of all you see. I can sing up high and sing down low, no one compares to me. No question, it's guaranteed. Who's the finest? The finest is me. I told you. Yeah, that was really good, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know if you're the best yet. That's ridiculous. Let me, let me try another one. Oh, baby, you're adorable, cute enough to eat. But listen to these dulcet tones. You know you can't compete. No question. It's guaranteed. Who's the finest? The finest is me. Did you hear how good it was that time? You know, it might be just the wool in my ears. Could you try singing a lot louder? Okay, you asked for it. I'm the finest in the forest, the queen of all you see. I can sing up high and sing down low, no one compares to me. No question, it's guaranteed. Who's the finest, the finest, the finest is me. What a wonderful song came a gruff voice. Wasn't it, Tatters? Truly the finest in the forest, Tatters agreed. The two sheepdogs came from the woods to stand on either side of Kiddo. Big as the fox was, the dogs towered over her. Ah, yes, uh, thank you, said the fox. I think I should be going now. I'll give you to the count of three, Tatters said. The fox turned to go. Three! barked Old Cap immediately, and the fox stumbled and scurried away into the brush. Kiddo sank to the ground, nearly crying in relief. Thank you, thank you, she said. I thought I was a goner. Tatters smiled at her, tail wagging. Clever trick with the singing. We came looking when we noticed you were gone, but we never would have found you without the sound to follow. Mm, but next time, Old Cap grumbled. Maybe just don't wander off alone, kiddo. I won't, she said, 
and she mostly meant it. The dogs guided her back to the herd, and as they went, Tatters couldn't help himself. I'm the finest in the forest, I'm the queen of all you see. They all laughed together as they rejoined the herd, and while Kiddo was still, well, a kid, after her scare in the woods, she cared a little more, strayed a little less, and never got lost in the woods again. The End Today's story, Kiddo and the Fox, was an adaptation of a traditional fable written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon, with songs by us both. Thanks for listening!